This week we talk about Dustin's big deer he took in Huntsville. Uh, moving into the second seeking phase of the rut. And the return of a hitless buck. Got a good one today, huh? <laughs> you got a good one today. Um, let's start off with Dustin and killing a monster over the weekend. Um, tell us about it. So, oh, went out to Huntsville Saturday. Got rained on, off and on, all Saturday morning. Didn't see a damn thing. No deer movement. What was the temperature like? Uh, I'm tra- I'm struggling to remember. I, yeah, I Saturday. I feel it rainy. Yeah, it was raining, but it wasn't really cold. It might have been like 40s, 50s. It wasn't real cold. No. That was I didn't shiver sitting in the stand getting rained on. Did you get rained on the whole time? No, it would rain hard for like 10 minutes and make me think it was going to chase me out of the stand and then it would quit. And then it would, for like 15, 20 minutes, and it would sprinkle a little bit. And it was off and on, like hard rain, sprinkles, no rain. Right. It was a weird mix. Saturday was that morning that it was just dumping rain early, at least here in Bella Vista. Yeah. And then it let up, and in the evening, I think it was pretty nice. It was really windy, too, Saturday morning. Yeah, it, it was. was. Day, cause it was blowing yeah. that storm in, and the cold weather that was coming in behind it Saturday night. Okay, so Saturday, you're saying you went out there and you didn't see anything? Not a thing. No does, no bucks. And then Sunday... But I did also, I do want to say, I hit the grunt call and the doe bleat Saturday morning, probably 30-minute increments. Okay. And uh, it may have just been the weather keeping them down, but I never got anything to respond off that. Well, you said it was real windy, too. And yeah. It's hard. That that sound. It yeah, just, it just doesn't, it's not going to carry you right. Yeah, it doesn't carry the same. It's just muffled by leaves and branches and all that. Shit. Right. Yeah. I know. If I try to utilize a call in wind... It's like I always wait for that lull. Yeah. Like where like the wind just comes down because I agree I don't think it carries it, it at all. <clears throat> and that and that could have been what happened. Mm-hmm. But so I did that Saturday morning. Uh, Saturday evening was about the same story. It didn't I didn't get rained on, but it was still really windy. Temperature wasn't dropping yet. I think it was in the fifties. Saturday evening? I don't want to say 50s, yeah. Yeah. Probably getting down to upper 40s as the sun went down. Yeah. Went off and on with the uh, the doe bleat, the estrus bleat, and the grunt call. Did not take the horns in, the rattling horns. But, uh, yeah, no movement Saturday evening either. So Sunday, the big day. Sunday morning. Storm went all night Saturday. Sunday morning rolls around, we get out of the cabin. Dead still, no wind, sun hadn't come up yet. It's like 39, 40 degrees, just feels like, you know, that kind of morning. Mm-hmm. So get down into the bottom, below the cabin where I've had some big deer come in before on camera, but I've never actually seen them while I was sitting in the stand, and the wind just swirls around in that bottom and comes from different directions. It's hard to really mask scent down there, and I think that they've kind of stiffed me every time from that. So... This year I took some, uh, just some synthetic estrus and put it on some scent wicks just downwind of me in a semicircle, trying to mask whatever scent I couldn't wash off or out of my clothes would get mixed in downwind of that. And uh, sun came up, blew my grunt call three times, just real soft, just some short grunts, and uh, had three does come in from my right side. They were downwind of me slightly, 
off to the side. They came in, smelled something funny, ran out. About 15 minutes later, after hitting my grunt call, had three more does come in, followed by a little, he's got five on one side or four on one side. It looks like just a spike on the other. It has been, I think it's just been knocked off in the fight. And just watched them feed for a little while, move out. Got out of stand about 10 o'clock. Took a little break. Yeah, took a little break. Went had back. Had a sandwich. Had a sandwich. Took a nap. <laughs> took a nap. <laughs> Went back into the stand about 3 o'clock. Had nine does run in front of me from left to right. Like, probably 4 o'clock. Well, I know about... 4.45, I got a phone call, and I knew it was done. <laughs> I tried to call you back, and I the service is rough down there, but I knew. And then uh, you tried to call me again, but, you know, I'm stuck at work. You're in the deep deer woods. And then there we are. And there we are. Finally talked to you. So then, like, how did, I mean, what was the story of the buck? Like, how did it come in, or? So... I had forgotten my face mask going into the stand that morning, so I had to wear my hood, and you know, the sound gets thrown when you're, in, you're wearing yeah. your hood, you just can't hear as well. All of the squirrels are going crazy around me, I had like three or four playing around behind me, and in between the squirrels playing around, I could hear just what I knew to be just the couple steps of a deer, then he'd stop, and then a couple more steps, and I heard that for like 15 minutes off to my left, getting closer and closer, wanting to turn my head and look, but I was wearing the head, couldn't see out of my or out of my hood, you know, peripheral was cut off, just had to sit there and freeze and wait for him to come in, and when I finally saw his horns pop out from outside of my hood, he was about 15 yards away, and came in downwind of those uh, sense wicks that I put out around me. You're carrying your 30-30, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 15-yard shot with the 30-30? Yeah, just... Threw a little bit of brush that was right in front of him. It didn't have any time. I felt like to throw the bullet off. So now I, I, I heard that you had to shoot it twice. No, I didn't have to shoot it twice. <laughs> <laughs> this was a, a moment where it's just the kind of buck you double tap on if you think he's gonna get up. Yeah, <laughs> I shot him and he went twenty yards down into like there's a creek that runs out of the hill and it's cut a little bit of a bench into the hillside and he fell into that. And he started to try and get up a little bit, and I just let him have another one. He wasn't yeah, going to wait around. I'll tell you right now, I've had plenty of zombie bucks. I swear, <laughs> I put an arrow right through that heart, boy. And they got up. Yeah. <laughs> Nowhere to be found. I hear that. But uh, it didn't have an exit wound, right? No. No, we soaked up both of them. Yep. I was, I was looking at the picture you had sent, and I was like, man, where did he shoot that deer at? Because The yeah. first one was actually right in the shoulder, and he that's what he wasn't going to go anywhere. And then the right. second one was, like, up high on the lung. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that puts you out for this season. Yeah, done. 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 Don't know what to do now. Two, two and done. Kill some does, I guess. That's it. And then... Neil, you had an encounter this evening, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had just pulled these cards, right? We knew we had a giant deer. A nice 10 point. <laughs> and we sat there for, I don't know, what are we getting to stand? About 3.30? Yeah, about 3.30. Yep. So 5.30 rolls around and, you know, it's about that point in the night that you're 
looking at your pen and you're getting a little bit of glow and you know that man ethically (laughs) you know i should be climbing out of this stand right now but we kept hearing something to the north of us uh that sounded like a little bit more than raccoons and squirrels and stuff although they were plenty busy in the woods um and it just man the sun just kept going down and, and then you know just like dustin said you hear that those footsteps, those unmistakable steps, and mm-hmm. here they come. And, they, and uh, I'd heard them up the hill rustling around, and uh, sounded like they were running. I thought it was a buck chasing, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, they got they got to me probably 15 yards directly behind me. Uh, what I knew was a doe, I could just barely see. And then there was a what I thought was a larger looming beast in the background. Well, it turns out to be just a couple hungry does <laughs> looking for the, the corn pile. sister of the other one. Yeah, well, I should have just left that card in the camera because I could... <laughs> you know, a little yeah. mystery never hurt anybody. Right. Yeah. Hey, but, but what we do know is uh, we did look back on that card a little more and we've got plenty of pictures of this guy coming in just for days and days in a row. And... Um, I'm thinking tomorrow, man. Tomorrow morning has got to be the day. It's got to be the day. It's it's crazy because I know a lot of people online had been talking about that we had three or four hitless bucks. I can't even three. Mm-hmm. Three hitless bucks all in this one location, and then you know, come November, it they just were all gone. We didn't have any more pictures of them. And we were worried that they all moved off, but always keeping faith that they'd come back. And I know a lot of people right now online are like struggling with that. They're like, man, where did all my big bucks go? Where did all my big bucks go? And it was nice to actually see one. Um, that Make is, the return. That is, yeah, making its return. And through the pictures, it doesn't have a doe. It's still looking. Um, and it had been there, you know, we haven't even finished looking at the card, but four consecutive days. Um, so it's good to keep that faith right well, now that here's the deal too, though. So, um, from what we've, or our understanding of the rut here in Arkansas is that that first week of November, even the last few days of October, they really start hitting it hard, you know, um, not just seeking and chasing, but finding and locking down. Right. So if those deer really, if they're locking down for seven to 10 days, you know, here we are on the 17th and some bucks are starting to show back up, you know, yeah, hopefully. maybe we're coming, we're about to get into that next spot. And yeah, they've already bred their does and now they're on the hunt for some fresh ones. The exactly. second seeking phase, yeah. So we need to put the smack down soon. Yeah, it's it's really tough because, you know, I, I also follow that math, but I've always believed, just off of reading, that like Thanksgiving is like your second seeking phase. Very well could be. I mean, but we're still, you know, what, 10 days or so from that? How about this, though? I mean, because we think that Arkansas does come in to rut about a week earlier than what you're hearing, you know, from the rest of the nation. So then that would put us at the same time if our rut's coming in earlier than we're a week week. ahead of their Thanksgiving rut. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It could be. I'm interested to find out for sure. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Right now we have we have one good one that's out what we believe to be seeking. So, um, did we see that? Did we have pictures of him with 
does around? No. None of those pictures that we saw, he was, no. he was by himself. He was always but, by himself. But those does were in the area. Yeah. Yeah. But he had the, pictures he's checking of hours him. before and hours after. Right. But it would it would be not impossible, but hard to believe that we wouldn't get any with him with the doe. Right. You know, like not even her in the background or anything. Yeah. Or her moving in first. Because, I mean, normally when they lock down, they, they, they don't leave them. Yeah. From what I understand. <clears throat> so it would be it would be nice to know. Maybe he's struggling. Mm-hmm. Maybe he he hasn't found her. Maybe mm-hmm. he is going in the second one. But I'm hoping that he's going into a second seeking phase. That means we should start seeing some more activity. Yeah, absolutely. Dr- driving home from work today, there's a field that I look at all the time that always has does in it. And today there was a doe separate from the the herd, and he she did have a buck with her. So he's okay. he's on one. Gotcha. I'm so there is some lockdown going on. Yeah, and it could be coming out of the lockdown. So yeah, or you know, that field had probably fifteen does. It's a long field, had fifteen does stretched through it. So he could have just been on that one doe at that time when I drove by, and maybe he's just bouncing around checking all those does. She might, yeah, she might have been the only one in heat. Yeah, and in in fact, you know, since we did see does a few hours before and a few hours after, those does on our ridge could be bred, or there could be just one in there hanging out that's right. still waiting and that's why he's sticking around or he's more why he's come back then i'm almost wondering if they haven't reached if they haven't maybe gone in heat yet or maybe i don't know if they all have you know because second seeking phase is more generalized to ones that didn't get bred, bred the first time cycle. right yeah. so right. um because those does i feel like we've had on camera for a while like they've never broke up Right, and I just feel like if one of them got locked down, or some of them got locked down, we would have saw single does in our cameras, and we didn't yeah. ever see that. But it's not impossible. I'm just well, the does balling out. Here. And the does don't really break up like the bucks. One will peel off whenever she's ready, and she'll the rest of them will stay. And I, right. I, I kind of think that that uh that second rut where they don't get bred mm-hmm. is actually I think it's a little bit later in the year. I think this is still part of the longer first rut, just different cycles of it. I think that those does that don't get bred actually do like they get a buck, you know, finds them and mounts them and all that but they just i don't think it takes you know right. so it takes a while for like you got her to come back scene. around in the yeah. cycle i don't think it's not immediate yeah. deep in them. you old shallow penetrator but <laughs> <laughs> um, well that gets into really good points here is you know at what point does a buck break off of the dough at what point does he decide he's seeking he's, again? He's had enough of her and he's going to move right, on. Right, I mean, <laughs> that's what we do, right? <laughs> I'm tired of you. <laughs> they must be able to tell whenever they've been bred, right? I mean, So is it like maybe when they stop being hot or that smell or whatever they're seeking, a hot dough, yeah. it yeah. must change back? Yeah, because I can't see them leaving a dough that's still in heat. <laughs> right, the, right. The smell yeah. and everything else is going to keep them right there. Exactly. Yeah, so, when she comes out of cycle. So that's, and then once they go out of cycle, then they just start looking for another one to go back into cycle. Yeah, I bet he'll breed her as many times as he can while she's there. Right, while she's right. While she's in cycle. Yep. So now, what's going into, say, this second seeking phase, you know, whether we're in it, whether we're starting to get in it, 
what would be like each of your strategies right now? Just follow the trail cam picks, man. Yeah. Follow the does. Yeah, stay, follow the stay does. With them. Stay on the does right now. If you don't have any bucks in your area, but you do have does, they will be there. Eventually, it's, it might not be anytime soon. It might be when that second rut comes around. He's really desperate looking for does. He's going to come around and check your area. Yeah, I think this has got to be the time. And you're a better man than I if you know this. But if you know where a couple of different doe beds are, and you can get on that travel corridor and just wait for him to go by, you know. Yeah. Well, now speaking of like just hunting does, does it change your opinion at all? What if they've all been bred? Will you still see the buck activity? Man, I think, a yeah. Right? Like, so there I would go to, if you don't have trail cameras out, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> if you do have, and you had a buck that was with does, and he's now gone. That's probably what happened. But if you've had does for, like, if you've had does since the end of October, early November, and, like, shit, even maybe past that a little bit, and you've had a buck cruise through and haven't seen any more pictures, then he maybe came through, checked, those, checked your does, morning he, he left, maybe he'll come back around. Yeah, but we still don't, at that point, we still don't know whether they're, they've been bred or well, they're just if, not if, 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 either. If yeah. they don't have the buck on the picture, then I would say they've not been bred. If they've got a trail cam out and they have those does on their trail cams and there's not a buck multiple times coming through there, then I'd say they haven't been bred because there's not a buck with them. What if you don't have cameras up? What if you're not able to... Watch, you know, your, watch your does. Watch your does. If they've got watch. that tail cocked a little bit, trying to keep it up off their lady parts, <laughs> then right. they're, they're in heat. Okay. Yeah, I know you asked me that one time. I didn't. Yeah. I've never heard that. So you're, yeah, you're saying if they're in heat that... The tail will be... Uh, it won't be sticking straight up in the air like a flag, but it'll be cocked up off of her a little bit. So I I don't know exactly hmm. what the purpose is, but I've, you know, thought about it before, and I just imagine smell probably gets out easier. Or if she's in, like, you know, maybe when a dog's heat. in heat, they've yeah. got some blood and stuff going right. on there, and maybe it's just a... I don't know. Might also not get confused by... Doe just taking a shit, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch for that. <laughs> if there's little pebbles dropping, then it might be. But if it's just running around like that, well, it's talented. There here. you go. Yeah. Well, I think we got some more shit to figure out here, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. But that's the whole purpose is to, to try to figure out those things. So basically, you know, sticking with the does... So the guy that's been scouting since September and hasn't killed the big buck, you're saying stay put. Man, I don't, I don't know that there's a definitive answer. To right. That, you know? I, mean, just I think the, I, I the think, rut is what it is, and, I and think, all yes, hell breaks loose. If, if that guy's got, you know, there's plenty of people out there that only have that one spot, and if they are stuck with just those does and don't have any bucks yet, it's, it's hard to stay mentally focused on killing a buck whenever you don't have any around it's right. hard to get into the stand and think that he's going to come through because you say there are three or four hours with it running through your head that he's not going to show up right it, it's hard to keep yourself focused but i've done that too many times and then there's that one day where you have the trail can pick of that giant buck and your, your heart sinks because you weren't there yeah and it and it also brings you back to i know that i battle this a lot is you know how many times can you hunt the same stand before you're you're the one you're the reason he's not showing up and yeah. it makes sense 
that he showed up right after you left because he doesn't see you, he doesn't smell you, you know. You know, what? what is too much pressure in a stand? I think this time of year, if you're not pushing your does out, if you haven't got in and out of the stand so much in, in the dark and they've seen you coming in or going out and they're still moving around in the daylight real good, he's going to come in regardless. If they're in, if they're, if they're in heat, he's still going to come in, whether he's seen you there or not. There's going to be that point where it drives him crazy. But also, yeah, there is a point where you're, you just blow up the woods and it's ruined. Right. The, well, How to find that. I think my advice to a guy that doesn't know if he's, you know, pressuring too much is, you know, especially in these times, you know, we're mid-November, we've sat our stands plenty of times, you know, you just got to start, you know, making every trip to the woods count. So if you're going to hunt, that's when you're checking your camera, that's when you're dropping your corn, you're not making extra trips and, you know, laying down that foundation for him to start building up, you know, his data on you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, you just got to be... Uh, and go every yeah, go yeah, every hunt prepared. Don't go in without you know scent washing your clothes or taking that shower. Don't have, not have enough time to do all that and run to the stand anyway because those are the days you're gonna blow them out. Right. It's better to just not sit those days. Yeah, I know. Me personally, my biggest flaw is you know we have such crazy winds here in Bella Vista that I I just go to a stand and I don't play the wind. And I think a lot of times that's busting my spot out. We got to you know? we got to do better with that. The, yeah. <laughs> the only way I really play the wind is when I go pick out a spot and I find the trail and whichever way the wind is blowing that day, I right. set my stand on the opposite side. Yeah, opposite side, side. <laughs> right? Exactly. But, but then, then it always switches come yeah, you know, fall. Know. The wind rotates. Like this, like today. Matter of fact, we went and sat, and the wind was absolutely perfect for you. It was absolutely horrible for me. Yeah. Because the way I thought the deer would come in was you know from that north side and it my scent was just blowing straight straight northwest and for you it was beautiful because it was like pushing over to the ridge to me so like if if they were over there anyway they'd be smelling me so both of our scents now carrying over there and it's not a a wonder that you know nothing came in on my side but they did on your side yeah uh, i think well, that win we don't give enough credit it's, it's to. hard to check around here though you can see yeah. you can look at a map and see which way the general wind direction is but once you get it down in the bottoms or even on top of a ridge the way the wind hits those hills it throws it different directions yeah and it's, it's hard to and and once again when you have a wind that's you know, that's uh under 10 miles an hour yeah you know then you gotta play to the thermals as well Right. Do you use that estrus this time of year to cover your scent? I think that, yeah, and and you know what? I think that that worked for me today, too, because, you know, I spray a little bit on a few branches here and there, and then I dump a little bit out at the bottom of my stand. And when those deer came in, the wind was blowing in my face, right into their faces. Right, you know? right. They stopped. They looked. Seemed like they thought something was up. I wasn't moving, so they went on to the corn and paid me no never mind. Right. Here's a theory that me and Neil have been bouncing around that I'd actually like to hear everybody's opinion on. But we notice when we hunt the mornings, if we get, let's see, what would that be? A southeast wind. So blowing from the southeast, or like blowing southeast. Okay. To the northwest. Yeah, to the northwest, or southwest to the northeast, yes. And... That the deer will always be on his side of the ridge. 
It's like if the wind's blowing over the top of the ridge, they're on the side that the wind's going to. Yes, yeah, so they can smell so they can what's smell on the, the other side. Yeah, so they yeah. can smell that whole ridge. And I also believe they get out of the wind. Like, it blocks yeah. them from some of that wind, you know, so it's probably a little warmer. Probably a little, you know, you're not getting that. You can hear better because you're not directly in that yeah. wind. Yeah, that makes um, sense. That's what happened uh, today. I mean, they were on that side yep. where they could smell where you were at, yep. you know. Yep. I think I just got lucky, maybe. Yeah. Man. Sometimes that's what it is. Yeah, too. sometimes it's luck, but we had started to notice the pattern. We've been kind of bouncing that around. So if if you guys are out there sitting and you pay attention to the wind and see which side of the ridge those deer are traveling. Yeah. Because we've hardly ever seen where they actually travel on both sides. Now we're sitting on top of a ridge so we can see two ridges. So if they're on, say, the east side of the ridge, they're going to be on the east side. We've seen them on the east side of two ridges. We've never seen them on the east side and the west side. It's like whatever direction they're traveling, they all seem to be traveling on Yeah. There. I mean, I, I guarantee it's not a fact. I'm just saying there, yeah. there might be a trend to it. I've never thought about them trying to protect their ears from the wind or getting on the mm. side where the, the leaves aren't wrestling around and all that. To right. Better. That, that might be something to look into. Yeah. All right. So this week, moving forward, obviously, you know, you're going to be doe hunting, but... Uh, What's your what's your strategy this week for putting down some more deer? I've just got a spot here by the house that uh, I've been baiting since season started and have had does coming in pretty regular. The wind's always blowing from up the hill, blowing it across the highway that I got behind me, so I, I feel pretty confident that I can just go out there in a, a good morning or evening when the pressure's right and just go and put some meat in the freezer. Gotcha. What about you, Neil? Man, uh, for me, it's just getting in the stand when I'm not at work right now. It's, I'm, we got to be in in the stand every hour that we possibly can be because we're running out of time. Right. I mean, whether it's the rut or the end of deer season, I mean, it always seems like it's going to last forever. And then right. the next thing we're doing is looking for shed antlers and never finding those either. <laughs> so, what, you know, once November ends, it's hard to get those bucks after November ends. Yeah, no, it, it's true. So, it is true. And hopefully, you know, this year we can put together a strategy that we'll try out forgetting those even december bucks well you know? you know what i i'm into that too and i will tell you right now that i don't get december and january bucks because i don't hardly hunt december right. and january yeah, i've burned, burned myself yeah. out right and, uh, i think this is the year that i mean you know we got all some cool stuff going right, on right you know doing this here podcast and our facebook page if you haven't checked that out um I'm I'm ready. I'm in it to win it right, right. now. I'm gonna ride this thing to the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, all right. Uh, Did you have something else? Oh, I was gonna ask what your strategy was. My strategy, man, that's tough. That is so tough. It's it's real hard, you know, because before this evening, before we finally seen those bucks or that buck yeah. back on the camera. I was literally just going to go fresh hunt a, a random spot. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was dead set. I'm like, whatever. I'm going to throw a caution to the wind. I'm going to leave all my spots that, you know, I've seen good deer. And I'm just going to go sit somewhere random. 
and you know you get one picture of a deer and you're just like already back and on you, the train you, you know? start getting excited about checking out a new spot too right like get seeing some different woods playing around in a different tree just yeah it's an exciting feeling and then you're pulled back to the same spot by right by a, a well, buck. because like a hunter, it's it's ninety five percent mental for us out there. Oh yeah, it's... how many people can literally sit somewhere for hours on end and try to stay as still as you possibly can? Like people just would think that's the boringest thing in the world. Like yeah. it's such a mental sport. There, it, it doesn't get near the credit it deserves. You have to keep yourself there. Yeah, all the time. absolutely. You have to mentally recheck yourself, and yeah. they're gonna be here. It's gonna happen. I just gotta gotta wait. Right. So so going to a fresh spot, you do get that that glimpse of hope. You're like, yeah. oh man, I'm gonna see something. I don't know what I'm gonna see, but you sit in the same spot so long, you just start feeling defeated. Yeah. You're like, oh my god. You just start thinking you're not gonna see anything, and once you get that mentality, it's so hard to sit. That deer you're gonna, stand depression sets in. Yep, yeah, you're gonna sit less in the morning. You're gonna go out later in the evening. You know, all of a sudden, instead of sitting the last three hours, you're like, I'm just gonna catch the last hour and a half. Like that's the only time that matters. That's what all my pictures yeah. are. Anyway, right? yeah. So and then you check the camera the next day, and he was there at three. Yeah, he was there at noon, and you're yeah. like, what in the world? And uh, so, you know, overcoming that and, like you said, not getting burnt out because even this morning, like, we were supposed to go hunt and I thought, I didn't want to get up. I was like, I don't, I was tired for one, but I also am a little burnt out on the spot. Like, you know, like, you start to just think, like, I'm not going to see anything. What am I doing all this for? The same bottom that I killed that buck in. I've chased so many big deer in that bottom and have never seen, seen them while I was sitting in the stand and it's just... Because I was talking about the scent blowing everywhere, and right. that morning sitting in the stand, I had the same feelings creeping up after sitting at bottom like the same past three years chasing one buck, and then he just magically showed up one morning. Yeah, and, I liked your spot down there. Yeah, uh, it, that was cool. I thought that spot we went past that was yeah. even cooler. Like I, I would love for one of y'all to go sit there. I just want to know. <laughs> yeah. like, you ever just you walk in a spot? A there. <laughs> yeah, you just walk in a spot and you're like, it's the mecca. I smell them. Dude, there's, <laughs> I swear there is a hundred deer that come through here every day. Yeah, that happens like every four out of five spots I look at. <laughs> <laughs> That's us in Bella Vista. We, we pull up and we're like, oh my God, it's the greatest spot ever. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like every other spot we hunt. Yeah. <laughs> but because we've never stepped bucky. foot in there. Yeah. And then... You walk 20 yards inside the woods and you see a stand, you're all, oh, this spot sucks, dude. <laughs> there ain't no deer here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not until you get in the stand. Yeah, like, oh, I know. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. That guy probably blows it up. Look at his tea bottle on the ground there. <laughs> like, <laughs> deer probably go right around this guy all day. But, all right, well... I guess stay tuned for next week. Yeah. We'll we'll let you know how it goes, and hopefully a lot more deer hit the ground, and maybe me and Neil can get on the board here. Yeah, and you guys keep posting your uh, deer pics to our Dying Light Facebook page and try to win this hat, too. I can't give these damn things away, man. Yeah, we got hats. We got um, T-shirts on the way. Car decals and T-shirts, and I think we're going to do, like, a soft gun case. Just different stuff, so stay tuned, and you can win free stuff, and invite your friends, and let us know what you think of it. Thanks for listening, and check back next week to find out how this week of hunting went, and we explore a new topic. <laughs>